This is episode 7 of Liliana's Romance Library. Hello, I'm Liliana, and today we're going to be going all over the After the Crash series by Maddie Barone. The first book I read in this series was a free one. It was book number 3.5, Sherry's Wolf. And then after that, I bought Sleeping with the Wolf, which is uh, after the crash book one. Both are really good stories. And when it comes to the series, let me just read you this real quick and you'll understand how nifty this is. Okay, this is kind of like part, basically telling you about book one. This is Sleeping with the Wolf. Revise, let's see, this is revised and published. All right. When a plane takes off from Minneapolis, Minnesota in 2014 and crashes 2064, the survivors learn, one, nuclear war has destroyed the world they knew. Two, plague has reduced the female population to a precarious view and every woman is worth her weight in gold. Three, werewolves are more than just stories. They want mates. Rising country singer, or sorry, rising country music star Carla was on that plane. When it crashed in an unfamiliar post-apocalyptic future, she finds herself offered as a prize in a bride fight. With women so rare, only the strongest and fiercest men are allowed to fight to win a wife. Alpha Wolf Tay knows Carla is his mate. Other men can try to beat him, but he will not fail to claim his mate. He wins the bride fight and takes her to his den, ready to give her everything, even his heart. Will Carla ever be ready to give him anything? The thing about this book, I, I know I was going to do Sherry's Wolf, but honestly, Sleeping with the Wolf is just, it has a special place in my heart. It, the thing about it is, his wolf den is an old motel. And... They do everything they can for her, including boiling water so she could take a hot shower. They run warmer so they don't have to worry about the cold, but they dig around and find an old stove to bring into the bedroom for her to have warmth in her room. And she starts making changes. They have no problem. It's just a bunch of guys and they're all shifters, so they don't have a problem running around butt naked. But she's not used to that, so she makes them start wearing pants and shorts and um everyone helps with chores so she makes sure to do stuff like that and um she's a singer she plays guitar so she entertains them and she can hold her own she is a feisty one she they get into uh or they're attacked by men who are trying to steal her um in between the town where the bride fight took place and um his territory or where din as they put it in this um and when someone grabs her she starts wailing on them kicking them with her cowgirl boots and everything and uh, everyone was expecting her to faint and just be this damsel in distress and you and you know contrary to you know alpha wolf tay's expectations she holds her own and then of course that just really makes him proud because his mates fight her and 
another thing that they do to um, make her feel more comfortable is they bring out horses and she's able to go horseback riding and and then you know getting to know everyone their family history Tay's family history what happened with his mom and his dad who were mates um, how they became mates, what happened, how they were ostracized by her, um, his mother's family, how he has, I believe it's a niece who, um, really wants to live with them, wants to be a part of their world, but her family doesn't want her to have anything to do with them. So they are, you know, how they come together as, a mated pair, how she becomes part of their pack, and how she brings it around and brings the community together. And, okay, spoiler alert. You know, I always do a spoiler. I'm sorry. I can't help it when I'm talking about these. But she does a, with a lot of security, because he wants her to be absolutely safe. It took a lot of convincing for her, uh, her to convince him to let her do this because he worries about her safety and someone trying to kidnap her but she convinced him to allow her to do a um performance basically and she wrote new songs and she finds that he has this guy um bring guitars and she he purchases a guitar from him and once she finds out the history of that guitar, she writes a song for this man um, about his wife who had carried that guitar through the nuclear war, apocalypse, everything, when people were moving and across uh, country on foot and things like that again. And um, when they basically moved from... Uh, where they were I think they were back east and they moved more towards the west something like that but anyway um, she carried the guitar and she would play for them at night when they were stopped in camping and then you know unfortunately he had lost her and um, he knew that his wife would be very happy that her guitar was being used by someone who knew how to play it knew how to appreciate it and really cared about it so when she heard that story, she wrote her own song about them. And it just touched this man's heart so much. It was wonderful. It touched the community. She wrote about her experiences and her uh, just everything. And she wasn't the only woman at the bride fights. There was another woman there. And what happened was the plane crashed. And they didn't realize that it, so much time had happened. You know, nothing had happened to them. It's just all of a sudden the plane crashed. And back in 2014, everyone knows that the plane just vanished. Nobody knew what happened to it. Well, when it crashed, there was nobody around. So um, they saved as many people as possible. Some people couldn't be moved. Um, so people volunteered and teamed up and went in different directions and her and other another girl walked um and found a road and then followed the road and ended up finding a town or like a family farm or something like that i can't remember exactly but they took them to a town and that's where the bride fights happened and the leader of the town 
obviously didn't want everybody and then want bad blood or anything but women were such a you know unusual commodity right now that they had to do something before there were riots and fights and brother against brother and people killing people over women so that's why he put on the bride fights yes it was against their will but um each woman got the uh, some people got to choose who they wanted to fight for and the other girl that was with her I can't remember her name off the top of my head but she fell in love with the leader mayor whatever he was son like at first sight and everything in this book says that their relationship's going good and everything but he run, won the bride fight for her so she was able to get the man that she wanted out of them thankfully he was a good man there's so many people that it, it could be a bad relationship but there's nothing they could do about it um there were quite a few men that are like that in this time period just like in all time periods things happen but in this story um you know carla is watching the bride fights and she just her eyes keep getting drawn to this one man and so many others make gestures and make comments and try to say things but he's very respectful and tay knows that he's gonna win or he's gonna die trying because there's absolutely no way he would be able to stand anyone else getting her so it's rather neat um one thing about this series is it's basically follows the people from the plane crash and their interactions with these people in the future in sherry's wolf this is after the events of this first book of obviously it's quite a few books in and it's kind of like a split off and some of the survivors are living in a house together not you know not of them are not married they're not doing the bride fights and everything in this book um i think that was kind of shut down in a lot of ways but they um this guy i believe was part of tay's uh pack and he was sent to go help the crash site and he saved this one woman and he's he knows she's his mate and they've had this really close connection ever since they met and she's just really scared of everything that's going on she's living in this house with the other crash victims trying to survive in a new world basically because it is it's not the world that they left so they're having to find ways of coping so people are bringing their skills of like crochet and um, sewing of knitting uh, anything that they can do to make life easier on them and try to become productive members of society to protect themselves to protect each other and this guy oh i can't remember his name um let me get it pulled up real quick but he is just absolutely devoted to her um it's sherry Rowe is one of the survivors and jumping stag a lakota wolf of the lakota wolf clan 
let's see, it says when the scary wolf turns into a gorgeous naked man and claims her as his mate, Sherry refuses him. But the word no isn't in a wolf's vocabulary when he has found his mate. Stag has spent three months being patient and gentle while he tries to persuade Sherry to accept him. But his patience has limits, and if gentle wooing doesn't work, Sherry will find out how far a wolf will go to claim his mate. This is a novella. It's very short, but it was really good. And that's what made me want to go on with this series. And the reason I've only read these two out of the series is just, quite frankly, Sherry's Wolf at the time was free. Um, it's $2.99 now. Um, most of the books are $2.99 in the series. There's a couple of them that are $3.99. Um, some of the related books are different prices in all honesty, but it's a really good series. It's definitely one that I would highly recommend that you look into. And if you enjoy like an old West feel, but you still want the paranormal with the basically time travel and, um, werewolves and bandits and trying to survive, unthinkable odds and still have developed close friends and become families this is definitely the book series for you it's really good um, Maddie Barone is a great author um, it's definitely not something that um, I would hesitate buying the other books honestly the other books let's see one through seven of the books that aren't just associated um, it would be only $20.94 plus tax for me to buy the rest of them. It's really cheap for seven books. And then there's one, two other books. There's The Wolf's Oath and Wolf's Lady are the other two that are related to the series. Um, Wolf's Oath is another, it's 3.25 and it's $2.99. And then, um... Wolf's Lady is 6.5 and it's $2.99. So all in all, a very inexpensive series to get into. Very good series. Um, it really touches you. It really makes you think, what if? What if this happened to me? What if this happened to the people I love? How would we, you know, what if this happened to the world? Nuclear war is still a threat that could very well happen. And in modern time and this was written for 2014 it may be 2021 but i'm sorry 2022 oh my gosh why did i say 2021 anyway i lost a year there but it it can happen there is threats of it with things going on in the ukraine and with russia and everything and people are still having to worry about it and this really still touches home, even if you don't think of it as 2014 when this started. Think of it as 2022. What happens if you get on a plane and all of a sudden it vanishes and you crash land? How many years in the future? Everyone you know is dead or dying if they're not babies when you were alive. Um, if they survive that long. I'm getting on a plane on Wednesday. It could easily vanish between 
um, here in the South where I am in California, where I'm going, I'm only going to be there a week, but there is, you know, four planes, two there, two back where I can, uh, the plane could vanish and that could happen to me. If you think about it, it definitely makes you think, what if, what if there is something, what if those planes that have gone missing in the past slip through time? And time and space. What if they were in stasis somewhere and then just crashed and coming back to reality? Or what if they jumped through a time hole that they that was just an anomaly somewhere out there? Now, I've flown back and forth to California off and on since I was a little kid. I don't think that's going to be an issue, honestly. But you really have to take in the physics of it. There are um, quantum physics. There are quantum realities that physics... Uh, People who study physics, um, uh, physicists, thank you, um, who think that there are holes in our world, holes in our time period where you could slip in and out of time, slip in and out of space. There are planes, documented cases where planes have vanished and nobody was ever seen or heard from again. There were no transmissions, no trackers, no crashes, no bodies nothing that could ever be found of it so it's definitely a possibility but then again look at the bermuda triangle so many st things were going missing in the bermuda triangle some of it is still missing other things are obviously could very well just crash landed and be lost at sea and things like that happen but the interesting thing about this story is she makes you think she makes you feel any good storyteller is going to do that. They're going to make you think what if. They're going to make you feel it. They're going to say, hey, if this happens, what would you do? I know what I'd do. I'd fight tooth and nail. Bring it on. You're going to, I'm going to end up away from my home, away from the people I love. Um, people, my husband, everybody's passed away and I'm still here. Oh, you better believe I'm on a fight. Nobody's going to take control of me. And nobody's going to make me do anything I don't want to do. Not even my husband can. Nobody in my family can. Because I am very strong-willed. I'm very pig-headed. And in those situations, that can save my life. If something were to happen and I was put in a situation where it's be on your guard, be stubborn keep on fighting or lay down and die. I'm going to keep on fighting. I'm not the type to just lay down and die. So I can relate to these women. And that's another thing that really attracts me to these stories is because of that. I can relate to what they've gone through. And when it comes to um, being stubborn, being not willing to quit, not willing to give up and lie down. Yes, there's a lot of things that happen in these stories that I'm just sitting there going hi you're stupid I wouldn't have done that but then again I haven't lived these exact situations nobody has to all our knowledge so it's interesting to see what you think you would do in these situations and let's have a conversation about it find me on Facebook at Liliana's Romance Library on Twitter at um, Liliana's Library you can find me on Patreon, Liliana's Library, there as well. Like, follow, 
subscribe. Let's talk about it. Let's bring the community together and see what you would do in this situation. If you were to get on a plane and it crashed and you were suddenly in the future, what would you do? How would you react? Have you read these stories? Would you be interested in reading these stories? Let me know. As I said, most of my ebooks come from Amazon. I bought, buy them off Kindle. There's a couple of them that I have on Nook. If I get a gift card from Barnes & Noble, I don't like the closest Barnes & Noble store, so I buy Nook books and have the app downloaded on my phone. Same thing with Amazon Kindle. I have a Kindle, but it's really old and has some issues, so I mostly just use the app on my phone. And and that's how I read a lot of my ebooks. I have um, paperback books by the thousands, and sometimes you just got to change it up. Sometimes you don't have a book with you. It's not convenient to take a book. So you have your, pretty much all of us have our phones on us 24 seven now. So we can take that. We can have it downloaded on our phone, read it even offline, things like that. I can read on the plane. If I don't want to pull my book out, trust me, I'm taking two books on the plane, just for the plane right there. I'm a slow reader. That's not gonna happen. I'll be lucky to read one of them in the entire time I'm flying there. While I'm there and coming back, I might get halfway considering what I'm flying out there for. Um, I'm a very slow reader, but once I'm engaged, that's it. I'm done. Um, a lot of my ebooks, depending on how long they are, some of them I can read in um, less than 24 hours. So those are really nice. And then of course I want the next one and the next one. So tell me if you're like that. Do you feel that way about books? Is eBooks easier for you because you can just instant gratification. You can get them cheaper than paperbacks in a lot of ways. A lot of times, um, would you prefer the paper copy, uh, and you want to feel the book, you want to smell the paper, the print, feel the the texture of it, um, old books, you can smell them and they have that scent to them. Uh, I'm highly allergic to dust, but I love the smell of it. And it just messes my allergies up constantly every single time. But I love old books and old tomes and want to get my hands on some ancient ones. And so, and what do you feel? What is best format for you? And of course, I'll go back to other series like the um, dark series with the Carpathians. I'll go back to Anna Adler's with the aliens. I just want to move it around a little bit so that nobody gets bored. Anyway, remember, like, comment, subscribe, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye!